Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of Quarantined. We have a wonderful show today with interviews with Patrick Elbogan and Cameron Ray. A reminder, as always, that if you want to be on our show or even submit a question for us to talk about, that link is in our description. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello again, guys. Welcome back to episode three. Um, how are we doing today? We're, we're doing all right. I want, to, uh, I want to say that two days ago, I left my house to go walk my dogs for, at, wow. at a safe distance. At a safe distance. Mm-hmm. And as I was going down the driveway, I saw these two girls go scootering by, like, I don't know, 11-year-old girls on these little electric bikes. You know, you see them around campus sometimes. And the first thing I thought, I just had like a split-second thought of, gosh, back in my day, we used to ride bikes. And I realized what this quarantine has done. It has turned me into a white, suburban old man yelling at small children for living and enjoying their lives. Wow. <laughs> so that's how my life is going. You've become a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> the most susceptible population to this virus. Wow. <laughs> One week at home. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, life, life here's going okay. Uh, Georgia is, um, it's 70 degrees here currently. So I've been sitting out on the porch actually enjoying not snow, uh, in, in March cause Georgia actually knows what season it is. Uh, and it is spring, uh, for all you non-Northerners. Um, and then, uh, but overall, it, panic is beginning to set in, though, a little bit at the Whittle household. Uh, we have two bathrooms in our place, uh, but we are down to two rolls of toilet paper. Uh, so one in each. Uh, I had yesterday I, I was sent out to four different grocery stores and termed up empty handed uh, on toilet paper uh, in all in all four locations. So, um, you know, we're. We're reaching a critical period in the Whittle household where we might have to make some game time decisions on on what's going to be our next um, viable alternative to toilet paper. Uh, I think you got to go bidet. Okay. Everyone's like always uncomfortable with that, but I think that's your next most sanitary safe stop. So, you want them to just install a major piece of equipment yeah. during a quarantine? No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay because I, 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 I read on WikiHow uh, that there's a viable alternative with just you know, uh, you know, it, it's it's careful and it revol- involves some some stretching, but you can use your sink <laughs> in the oh. meantime while you're <laughs> while you're waiting <laughs> on on. Um, your your uh your equipment to arrive how's the paper so if it came down to you run out of toilet paper mm-hmm. right there's no more toilet yep. paper and you only have enough either wipe or dry yourself after your shower what are you choosing oh wow yeah i'll just put my clothes on wet i i i <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's that's clearly the lesser evil uh in this case it's a good call um i'm here in iowa it's a sunny day it is still like 35 degrees but it looks really nice outside there are plenty of geese outside um wonderful creatures and i've been keeping up with my yoga routine i had my first classes today 
Um, I think those went pretty well. I was very impressed. I'm an 80 year old professor and he absolutely killed it on the technology today. Talking wow. great transitions between like the full class view and then the shared screen. He even did a poll. I didn't know you could do that on Zoom. He had a poll and we all answered there. So he was, he's killing the game. So how were you guys' first classes? Me personally, they were pretty mediocre, but I do know that there's an architecture professor who delivered his entire lecture um, as FDR at a fireside chat with a blanket over his legs and mm. everything. So clearly some professors are enjoying the Zoom wow. experience. Yeah, I would say that if I had to rate my um, my my Zoom experience in terms of movies, uh, it would probably be about the equivalent of Spider-Man 3. Uh, so disastrous <laughs> the best one uh, oh yeah so yeah, um i think yeah I, I i had one professor um i don't know how he managed to do it he was sideways uh the entire time like i was just waiting for him to turn his laptop um but the the most disheartening part was when we went to um breakout groups uh in our class on monday and um in, we were sitting there in utter silence and then all of a sudden um, my one of, one of the guys in our breakout group he changed his b- virtual background uh, to be the Golden Dome uh, and he just sadly looked at all of us and said look boys we made it oh. and, then, and then we oh. sat there in even more uncomfortable silence uh, and that that really hit that cut deep Connor, I'm already living in my parents' basement. I didn't need to cry right now. I I, I just want to let the viewers know at home that as Connor was talking, I was watching Joe on our Zoom as he played with his stitch pillow pet and pretended to have it talk to me (laughs) through Zoom. He's my dog. Joe, how are you on? Oh, you've already you've already answered. I have already answered, but I mean, I'm so bored, I would answer again. (laughs) But instead of that, we're going to go on to our interview today with Cameron Ray from Alumni Hall and Patrick Elbogen. Did I pronounce that right? Elbogen. I said it right. Yes. My Zom House. I said it right, Jack. Thank you for also saying house, House, Yes. Okay. Awesome. So we're going to go to that in three, two, one. We are unfortunately joined today by uh, two of my close friends, Pat O'Bogan and Cameron Ray. Uh, they're both seniors. And why don't you guys give us your, your Notre Dame introductions? Oh, I'm Cameron Ray. I lived in Alumni Hall once upon a time. I was a design major, and I was a senior at the University of Notre Dame. Thanks for that disturbingly voiced introduction. <laughs> Pat, how about you? Wow, that's just my voice. Uh, I'm Pat O'Bogan. I live with Jack and Zom, uh, also a senior. South Bend right now, something, but other than that, just thriving, taking online class. Hey, Pat, how's the weather up there? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Joe, please take us to our first segment, please. Yeah, so we're going to start again with uh, Hot Seat, as we did last time, and we're going to do it with two guests this time. So we're going to switch off asking each of you questions. Um, We'll set a time over here for a mystery amount of time. 
um, that Jack Connor and I know, but you don't get to know. And you just get to answer the questions as quickly as you can. First thing that comes to mind. Sound good? Sounds good. Sure. All right, Jack, let's start us off. All right, Pat, would you rather retake Gen Chem or rewatch the Clemson game three times a week for a semester? Rewatch the Clemson game three times a week for a semester. At least I had fun for the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cameron. How many pennies would fit in the room you're currently sitting in? <laughs> Not enough, buddy. Oh, if I had the pennies that could fill this room, oh, the things I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, do you prefer Zoom or FaceTime? FaceTime. Apple gang, baby. <laughs> Cameron, would you rather fight an Alaskan bullworm or eat from the chum bucket? <laughs> well, oh, that one's hard. At least with the worm, I'd have a fighting chance, you know? So I take the worm. Pat, would you rather look like a turnip or feel like a turnip? <laughs> I already look like a turnip, so there we go. Cameron, would you rather own a dragon or be a dragon? That's a hard one. These are all hard ones. This is the hardest little interview I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, get back to me in a year. I'll have an answer by then. Yeah, we'll let you know. Mark this day down. Pat. You can only eat one food for the rest of your life. It has to originate anywhere on campus. What is it? Those little chicken patties from North because I'm a freak. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. Oh, I know. I'm aware of my own dietary habits. Cameron, between myself, Joe, and Jack, which one of us would you most likely ask to team up with to rob your local bank? I'd, I'd say Joe. Joe. Yeah, it's Joe. Oh, I'm honored. Wait, why? Well, gonna... well here's, the, here's the thinking. Joe is disarmingly friendly. So he walks in. You know, it's like the little old man thing. You know, you walk up to the counter and you're like, ooh, I'm just a little old man. Uh, but then you, you know, you threaten him a little bit. Like you hand him a note and you're smiling the whole time. And it's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this guy. Meanwhile, I'm in the back, you know, drilling through the vault or whatever bank robbers do. Wow, like a little old man. <laughs> that operation will fail Joe, quickly. Joe has little old man energy, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. All right. Pat, would you rather be on Love is Blind or The Bachelor? Love is Blind. That show is so electric. By episode two, <laughs> there was like four different engagements. It was wild. <laughs> Cameron, I'm on the food train. Campus dining begins serving only one food for all meals. Would you rather it be quarter dogs or DH hard-boiled eggs? You know, here's the greatest Notre Dame tragedy of my life. I never had a DH hard-boiled egg. Oh. So just on the on caution only, I'm just going to go with quarter dogs because at least I know what I'm getting. All right. Pat. Hottest Pope. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, I know. there's no thought all right cameron if you were a transformer would you buy car insurance or life insurance car insurance (laughs) pat thought about this honest (laughs) answers (laughs) (laughs) honest answers only pat who do you like the least on this podcast me joe or connor (laughs) cameron (laughs) you know that's fair Cameron, what yes. are you freakishly bad at? Most things. <laughs> Is Pat next? Yep. Yeah, Pat, what's your favorite accent? 
Jack's Jersey accent. Just no. so much. It's awful. It's horrible, Jack. I may say. Jack, say the state I live in. Uh, Florida. Oh, mm, God. No. <laughs> now it's recorded, too. I'm going to put that on loop. <laughs> All right. Pat, what video game are you best at? Car soccer. Fair. That's rocking anyone. <laughs> I think Pat no, went dude, I'm twice. a crafter. Minecraft through and through. I think Pat <laughs> went twice in a row. So Cameron, you're gonna get two questions from me back to back. All right. <laughs> got it. <laughs> what is your middle name? Gabriel. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, yes I do. <laughs> there is a story. I remember now. Originally my parents wanted to name me that. Uh, and my mom had this idea. This is a real thing that my mom has said to me. She thought I would grow up to be a football player, and they would call me Gabby, and that that would be cool for some reason. <laughs> Wait, so your middle name is just like your second best first name, pretty much? Correct. Okay. All right, last question for me here. Pat, do you want to build a snowman? Of course I do. Awesome. Okay, that's all I needed. Cameron, last question. Yep. Which letter of the alphabet best describes you? Uh, C. Is there a reason? It's the first one in my name. <laughs> I guess I have to take that. <laughs> Pat, what makes you sizzle? Jack's ribs. <laughs> Is that because you can count every one of them? No comment. <laughs> All right, well, that was our hot seat questions. Thank you for answering them. Um, we're going to move on now to our next session section. Oh, my goodness. The Welsh Fam sponsored questions, question segment. Connor, kick us off. Okay. Gentlemen, the game is simple. I'm going to ask a question. You then answer it. Uh, Jack, I think you're going to – you can start us off uh, on this first question. Okay. There is a full campus Hunger Games in order. Love it. But you get one horse-sized animal. It can be any animal, but it is the size of a horse that you get to then ride into battle. What animal are you going to use as your trusty steed? All right, this is an easy question. First of all, because I get the animal, because if we were just doing regular people Hunger Games, I am dead in like four seconds. I can climb nothing. I can lift nothing. So I need this animal to defend me. Mm. I'm taking a horse-sized ant, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Ants are creepy. They can lift things, apparently, to like 50 times their own body weight. Mm -hmm. So my ant can just lift buildings, I think. (laughs) They can also climb to the top of things. I'm imagining I'm just riding my ant to the top of the dome and gazing down onto my territory. Mm. And apparently, I've been Googling ant facts because that's my life now. Mm. They can also make slaves of other animals with pheromones. So I am just going to make slaves of all the other animals on campus and then dominate South Bend with my large ant. <laughs> my, my animal would be Jack's animal because my animal is an aquatic animal, so I'm chilling in the lakes. What, are you going to be the dumb Aquaman? No, I'm going to be in the water. (laughs) I already hate your answer. On my box jellyfish. You ever seen those? (laughs) Oh, those things are deadly. Those things are crazy. 
An average size box jellyfish has enough venom to kill 60 humans. So, hold on. How do you sit on that, then? Do you just, like, throw a blanket on it, or what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the top. The tentacles are the venomous part. Mm. Their normal length tentacles are 15 feet long. So, I feel like... I don't know what that does with the horse size. Maybe that makes it smaller. I'm not sure. But, you ride on this jellyfish. Anything gets near it gets trapped in its tentacles. Mm. And it's venomous. Okay. How many things go near it in a lake? Also... Do you realize how slow jellyfish move? <laughs> By the time your jellyfish moves from one side of the lake, we'll have already been on the fourth annual Hunger Games of Notre Dame <laughs> because you and your jellyfish just arrived in the battle. And I think you won't even be able to ascend the coast. You'll just have to leave your jellyfish in the water. You're forgetting my strategy. I'm a pacifist by nature. I'm not leaving the lake. Y'all have to come to me. And Joe, that's, that's I would. Game. I I want to defend you here because in my freshman science that I'm pathetically taking, we just learned about the box jellyfish, and those things are deadly. Oh yeah. However, I do have to point out one fact of the box jellyfish's biology: mm. it is a saltwater animal, and you are <laughs> dropping it in a freshwater lake. <laughs> Nature is a... gonna kill your jellyfish. <laughs> I made a miscalculation. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm taking freshwater box jellyfish. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> you have to come to me. <laughs> okay, Joe has lost. Connor, please <laughs> give us something remotely better. Every time. Oh. Um gentlemen, I think I think I have found uh the trusty steed. Um, that can certainly help me uh, win the day uh, and that would be a platypus uh, I would most definitely ride this animal into battle I think when this animal was being conceived God was like yeah honestly I don't know what this thing's going to do and that is why it gives me the element of absolute surprise in battle Yes, an ant would be ferocious, but could you imagine seeing a beaver essentially with a duck bill and webbed feet coming at you at full speed? <laughs> I think I think nothing more would strike fear into the hearts of anyone else that opposes me than that platypus. I just only think of Perry from Phineas and Ferb. That's the only platypus visual I have. Exactly. And if that's the case, anyone that's like really well done. It's done. <laughs> Pat, you're a resident Phineas and Ferb expert. Can you confirm? Doofenshmirtz, evil incorporated. <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh, copyrighted. We're getting taken down. It's canceled <laughs> by by my massive horse-sized platypus. Uh, and, and for that reason, I think I've already won this battle. But uh, You do have the semi-aquatic thing going for you. So you got water and land going. <laughs> Yeah. So you'd yeah. be my main challenger in the water. Joe, do you know how little water there is on this campus? You are obsessed <laughs> with water. We're in Indiana. Hey, man, there's two whole lakes. Yeah, two lakes. Both fresh water uh, <laughs> and oversight. That you All right, I'm going to borrow some salt from the dining hall before the battle. <laughs> we'll fix it up. There are not enough packets in the world to save you. All right, I, I sense no challenges to my answer, and so I will 
I will go on victorious unless either Pat or Cameron, you can, you can give a better answer than my own. Okay. I've thought long and hard about this for the last seven minutes and like 14 seconds, I think mm. since the segment started, I would have to go also with a semi-aquatic animal, a goose. Ooh. Goose number one. They're absurdly ferocious. I think, especially when it's like 11 feet taller, whoever tall horses are when it's on its hind legs and like long neck, you know, mm. um, I think it could give that box jellyfish a run for its money by just pecking at it. The platypus, okay. I think, would be its toughest challenger, though, because that ant Absolutely. is a, the ant's a little wimp. I don't care about that thing. I'll break it. <laughs> I feel like personally, though, I'm only scared of geese when they're in the geese form and not the goose form. Like when there's one by itself, I feel like I can take it. But when there's like many, that's when they're scary and that they're like scariest. But what if it's the size of a horse? <laughs> that's very true. That that easily equals like at least four geese. I was thinking like four to seven. Somewhere in that range, which is a very intimidating amount of geese. Or, uh, well, it's a very intimidating amount of goose as well. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, that's fair. Good answer. Right, the only other bird, I, 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 you know what? The only other bird that I would have accepted uh, is your average pigeon. Uh, because <laughs> those also show no fear. Yeah, they're uh, resilient. I, they're absolutely. I mean, they are always there. That loner weirdo on the park bench that still feeds them on a daily basis, they show no fear. Matter of fact, they've named that man an ally. Uh, so that's why I, I, I would accept Pigeon also as, as a bird uh, to ride into battle. So well done, uh, Pat. Thank you. You have, appreciate you, have, it. you have shown a trusty answer. Uh, Joe, Jack, take notes. I mean, I'm I'm still saying that I'm I'm beating Joe because the minute you drop my animal into the environment, that's a low bar. It doesn't shrivel up from being dropped in the wrong biosphere. (laughs) (laughs) It's a low bar. (laughs) Cameron, you just have to finish fourth uh, (laughs) in our answer contest. Uh, there's there's a clear fifth right now. <laughs> no, it, it's gonna be hard to beat it. Let's y'all are just scared of my jellyfish. All right, here's the thing. Now we've done a lot of talking about beasts, animals, you know, but we forget that the greatest of all animals is man. I would ride into battle on the shoulders of Father John Jenkins, <laughs> but the size of a horse. <laughs> no, I don't know how you managed to come up with a worse answer than <laughs> freshwater jellyfish, but you did it. Now listen here. You know, humans, we're we're just incredible beasts. You know, we have the highest intelligence besides maybe dolphins. You know, we have the ability to use tools. Mm-hmm. I don't think an ant can use tools, Jack. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't need the ant you know, to build me a shelter. You were talking about how, you know, an ant, you know, its greatest weakness is like a foot. Big guy, big feet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right, that's the worst thing I've ever said on any other okay. recording. Okay. But listen, the point is, I just want to step on Jack. <laughs> okay. So, so you're, you're, you're charging into battle. Yes. Like, piggyback riding a 67-year-old Holy Cross priest. Uh, there are so many flaws in this plan. I mean, 
A, what's he going to go around striking fear into the hearts of anyone with? Like new residential life policies? Like I, 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 I don't, I don't see how that strikes fear into anyone. Also, he's about the same size as Goliath who we all know was the greatest military disappointment in history. <laughs> My jellyfish's name is David, if that helps. Oh, no. It doesn't help you. You can, you <laughs> can write it on its tombstone. It shrivels up. Oh, hey. Uh, Look, I'm not saying this is a great strategic advantage, but what I am saying is it'd be very funny. Um, wow. 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 Wait, Con, I'm going to go back to your bird thing. What about a hummingbird? No. No. That would no. die in six minutes. No, but it's the size of a horse, and it's got, like, the super fast wings. It would need to, it would, heart would it would need to eat about, like, three billion calories a day in order to uh, <laughs> actually survive. <laughs> so, so would Jack's been outside? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How come none of your animals, when they get enlarge the size of a horse, have like, <laughs> dietary restrictions, and like other health problems that come with it, but my hummingbird does. I just, I just think, in terms of like, I don't know what a platypus eats. I'll, g- I'll give you that. I'll give you that point. But I do know what a hummingbird eats, and that is nectar from flowers. If you can find, an- I don't think there are enough flowers in the rose bowl to keep that hummingbird. <laughs> In, like in living fighting form for more than I don't know two hours, but I feel like I might have a chance of keeping my platypus alive for uh, at least a couple of days. See, geese at least they feed on people's fears, and if it's eleven feet tall, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of fear about that goose. So he's going to be fine. Is your goose wow. now a dementor? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Overall, we've had a lot of great answers and other <laughs> answers. Uh, but it's time to move on to our next question. Uh, Cameron, you can go first since you had the most time to think on our last one. Now we'll give you the least amount of time. Great. Um, this is a listener submitted question. Do you have listeners? Uh, every now and then. Uh, my mom and dad. Um, <laughs> they. All right. Listener submitted question. What is the best pickup line to use during quarantine? Oof. Hey, girl. Uh... <laughs> Rough stuff. <Yep. laughs> Let me continue. Rough stuff. Give, give me several. Uh, Years. <laughs> this is the most Walmart version of Ryan Gosling I've ever seen. Oh, hey girl, and then nothing after. Well, at that point, the coronavirus has taken you out, so there's nothing more to say. Oh, oh. oh. just wow. Does anyone want to save him with the with an answer? Please don't save me. Just let me. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, Joe is volunteering. Ready? Here we go. Shocking twist. So you walk up and you're like, okay, since all the public libraries are closed, can I check you out instead? Yeah, how, how uh, are you supposed to walk up when we're all yeah, mandated to stay in our homes? Yeah, six well, feet away, Joe. You got to yell that across the street. Yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> well, Joe didn't say hey, girl, but I think the energy was there. <laughs> all right, we're going to do it with a megaphone mm-hmm. into a house from That's outside. Cool. 
Okay, there it is. <laughs> That's just the, creepy. The only That's time right. that that form of flirting is acceptable. <laughs> if under, not under pandemic standards, uh, it is not acceptable to yell pickup lines <laughs> through a megaphone at a house you were not invited to be inside of. Um, Go ahead, Jack. Uh, we will accept it. Your in, turn in now. The, in this economy. Uh, All right. Yeah, I have... I had to Google this one because I'm uh, not exactly smooth enough to make my own pickup lines. Mm. And I found one that was, I'm not sure if I'm blinded by your beauty or if that's another side effect of COVID-19. And I mostly like that one just because I'm concerned for this person. If they are in fact blinded Mm. and they're using it as a form of flirting, I really think they should go see a medical professional is, is my main concern. Wow. Well, based on our overwhelming silence, <laughs> I would say that that definitely wooed us. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm wooed. <laughs> Wait, what's your method of sharing this information? Not standing outside their house with a megaphone. What do you got? There's no one outside and you're in your house. AOL instant messaging. <laughs> All right, <this> <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. All right. That okay, I like the medium. I don't necessarily love the line, um, but that's there's there, there's promise there. Uh, I'll go next. Um, overall, I'll set the scene. It is you know your uh, mandatory Philo credit. Uh, you're all doing a group Zoom, and but the private chat is still open. So you send this in a DM to that cute girl that used to sit next to you in that class. <laughs> uh, but now your squares are just next to each other on Zoom. Uh, so you DM this. <laughs> Baby, do you need toilet paper? Because I can be your Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah, it I works. like that one. Thank you. Is this a real person, Connor? <laughs> uh Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you are in Connor Whittle's required Theo class and you nope. sit next to him, please, please be on our show. She doesn't go here. You wouldn't know her. <laughs> she goes to a different school. <laughs> All right, Pat, bring us home. Okay, because I am also not super clever. I went on to the world's greatest source of pickup lines, and that is Twitter. Um, <laughs> this one that I found pretty good, it's if the coronavirus doesn't kill you, oh shit, I messed that up. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me I was like, where is he going with this? this? Yeah. As you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm one Strong smooth start. guy. <laughs> if the coronavirus doesn't take you out, can I? Yeah, you know, that is so much better <laughs> than if the coronavirus doesn't kill you, can I? We live in I interesting like, times. Uh, <laughs> It's a subtle (laughs) twist on that um, very different message. Yeah, my bad Um, on that. (laughs) The the power of words. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Cameron, do you want to give another chance or no? No, thank you. (laughs) All right, moving on. We're going to go to honorary degrees and OCS referrals, where we give one honorary degree to something we really like and one OCS referral to something we really don't like. Like today's topic, dorm traditions. 
Christ. So, we'll go around and start with the OCS referrals. Um, do you want to start, Connor? Uh, on an OCS referral? Yes. I, I would be happy to. Um, I am going to give an OCS referral uh, to our disgusting neighbors uh, across the sidewalk. Zom Hall. Inappropriate. <laughs> I'll write you up. Uh, I still that authority. <laughs> Zom Hall. Uh, and not your made-up name. Um, overall, now this is, this is a, a tradition that I learned about recently, uh, but was greatly disappointed by. I have learned that some floors in Zom Hall occasionally, even when they are not in use, will just turn on the showers and just leave the water running without anyone even being in the shower. Just as a former, like, as just as a way to promote greater community among a hall. And that is the most <laughs> idiotic <laughs> thing I have ever heard. Uh, and, and so I know I have two residents of Zom here. And if you would like to defend this tradition from a referral, I'm going to give you this opportunity, but I'm coming in hard on this one. Pat, you're the RA here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this happened under your super. That has died down. That hasn't really been a thing this year. Jeez, no, but you admit that in Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, of course it died down because we're not on yeah. campus anymore. <laughs> did you turn them off before you left? I never did it. I think it's stupid. I'm being completely okay. honest. Okay. It's dumb, but. Yeah, I, I honestly have no excuse. It's probably that. the only good thing is probably cleans the showers. God knows, God knows someone That's else. That's it. Would... We were just being hygienic before it was popular. God knows someone else would jack. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh jeez, that! Oh no! Oh, are we calling people out of the public forum? <laughs> Anonymously, so yes. All right, I'm going to continue with mine because mine is also Zom. Mm. Okay, so paneling. I just feel like that's just so wasteful. Are you, just, oh, like... you're, you're speaking to the choir, sir? Okay. <laughs> like one, you're going to like hurt your hand. No. Even if you don't hurt Only your if hand, you do it wrong. Or foot. Okay. Even if you don't hurt yourself, someone's got to fix that. And now we're using our hired employees or someone's got to fix that. It's just a waste of time, waste of resources and just straight up vandalism. So that's my OCS referral, which probably actually leads to an OCS referral. So Indeed, I get two points. <laughs> <laughs> I just would like to say that if other dorms had doors like that that you could punch holes through they would be doing it non-stop we just are the idiots with the doors that you can i think through. that's fair but if you put those doors in keenan there are gonna be holes all over that place yeah no actually keenan put in a fail-safe tactic uh they made their hallways so skinny that you actually cannot <laughs> bring your arm back far enough to then punch a hole uh through your door um and that that was that was the uh, that was the tactic in our I don't know whatever architect built our hall. All right, I did not think about this question, so we're kind of spitballing here. But I am not a huge fan of Wake Week. 
um, mm. because I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm. And so all the visions I have in my head are, I'm sure, incredibly more disturbing than it actually is. Mm. But just, just what I imagine Wake Week to be terrifies me. Cameron, yes. you're an alumni, right? Correct. Is Josh well, correct? What? Classified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't help. <laughs> Adds to the mystery. I'll, I'm defending its existence. You know, I, whatever it is, which is not <laughs> my place to say, I enjoy it. I just know as a man of Dylan, I don't like getting my fire alarm pulled every morning. So it's a no for me. What about your OCS referral, Cameron? Go ahead. I had something and now it's it's just gone. Uh, I wanted to do something for my own dorm, you know, just to kind of keep it light, you know, keep it real. So I guess most things that happen in alumni. Yeah, I'm just going to give it that. <laughs> now, Wake Week has so same as Jackson, no information. Yeah, <laughs> alumni as a whole, OCS. No, al- yeah, alumni is, I think, best enjoyed at a distance. You know, when it's mysterious, it seems a lot cooler than it is. And then you're inside it and you're like, ah, yes. That's not true at all. Yeah, I don't mm. think there's a single soul on this <laughs> podcast that has thought it seemed cool. Yeah, I got a <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> consider this you are all very dumb <laughs> okay and i hate you oh no it has been considered oh my goodness all right Patrick, go ahead you to remind me of it. uh it's a tough question because not gonna lie i don't really think about other dorm stuff <laughs> wow <laughs> so just give it to every other yes, dorm tradition besides um <laughs> Because they're not relevant enough and for the, you. Uh, <laughs> the dumb ones from Zom. I will feel it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here's a concession. <laughs> All right. Take us to the degrees. I'm going with, from my own dorm, Dylan Hall, Milkshake Mass. It is wonderful. Wow. You, okay, you go. Great Mass. Father Joe says the homily. Wonderful human being. After the Mass, everyone gets a milkshake. Really? They're big and really good milkshakes. It's really well named. And then afterwards we do Zumba. So it's like a oh, triple threat. That is not of you like cannot put great that things. You, Those are not related, Joe. You no, they're, lo- they're they're in a linear fashion. You you had all me. connected. I'm just going Thursday evenings in Dylan. You had me up until there was exercise. Uh <laughs> and then I I immediately now I'm considering it for an OCS referral. Uh, <laughs> if you can promise the removal of any physical activity other than eating dessert, uh, then I will then I will agree with you an honorary degree. But if you're okay. telling me I get to eat that I get to drink a milkshake and then immediately after I have to dance my heart out. I don't know how this has not an- ended in several disgusting disasters. Uh, because I have the physical fitness of a man who has been locked in a basement for a week with only potato chips to feed him. Uh, Are you just describing your life right now? Pretty much. But you would then want me to have a milkshake and start dancing. I, I, I don't know how this has not ended in tragedy. The dancing is optional, but infectious. Oh, thank you. So, like, you don't have to do it, but you'll want to. No. <laughs> All right. All right, Connor, fire back. What's your uh, honorary degree? Well, 
I wanted to make fun of of uh, of of Joe for promoting his own hall, but uh, I feel like don't say the review, please. I am not capable of of doing that. I I am I I am not innocent to self promoting, um, and this is, yeah. So I. I have to promote the Keenan review. That, that was very, very. Uh, I can't. My uh, OCS referral. Not gonna I can't even. I can't <laughs> even name many other dorms traditions. I knew about the Keenan review before I even applied to Notre Dame. No other signature event can do that. I don't even know what any of your halls do uh, as a signature event. Uh, in all honesty, so yeah. I raise you the Keenan review. Only Keenan could have flocks of moronic students without friends in Keenan out on the quad from noon to 5 p.m. to get tickets for our event. And that is the Keenan review. And it is certainly deserving of an honorary degree. I will say in the heyday of the Dylan Pep rally, we had 20,000 people out there. It's unfortunately like it's gone now, but in, in its peak. Wow. It was there cool event one that got canceled <laughs> give it That's time like saying your favorite notre dame tradition is the second half of the spring semester 2020 like it's, oh. like it's like yeah but it just didn't happen man so um, oh no too soon sorry connor i think i would take a canceled event over getting stuffed into the step and center though you have to admit that's a it's a bit of a drawback i won't lie that is the only negative but still we cram that place full of a fire hazard worth a number of people <laughs> every year so it it deserves an honorary degree yeah jack you want to go uh not really but i will go oh perfect. um I'm actually going to give this one to Howard's Totter for Water. Yes. Because I am a simpleton, and I am easily pleased by feathers, pieces of strings. So if you put a whole seesaw out on a quad, I can entertain myself for hours. So I love going, or I used to love going down to South Quad and just being lifted into the air by Pat's <clears throat> sizable wagon for <laughs> several hours. I do what I can. <laughs> Are you only giving this pro water answer just because Zom also turns on showers <laughs> for hours on end? So you're just promoting the one event that was meant to negate your activity? I, you seem to be convinced that we just perpetually have a shower running in this dorm. I home. do. I mean, you can't tell me you don't have one running in the hall in the hall now. It, listen, if it got left on, that's the university's fault. They kicked us out before we could turn it off. <laughs> If you turn it off, the entire dorm falls down. <laughs> I thought that was what Keenan was supposed to do. <laughs> oh, all right, go ahead, Cameron. So this is, I'm going to give it to a more general concept. You know, I think it's a—it's uh, not in my nature to pick specifics uh, because I'm too lazy to. So the concept of dorm sports in general, I think, deserves an honorary degree. You know, like you get everybody who doesn't really know each other to go play baseball terribly. Like, yeah. that's just good, good old fashioned fun, you know. <laughs> so that dorm sports, good stuff. support for them as well is impressive. Like Zom at hockey. They turn out you guys do well. On a related note, that was 
was going to be my uh, honorary degree was Romsbury. <laughs> so that's an extremely yeah. related uh, yeah. transition. I, I think we do a good job. We'd probably be up there in terms of best inner all hockey fan base. I won't say anything about the, in in the country, the in the world. The fact that we can get, there's 177 people who live in Zom. We regularly get probably close to 150 to 160 people who actually show up. And like cheer the guys on. That's actually really cool. I know the guys who play. That's actually impressive. They really like playing. It's very electric energy. There's a bunch of funny chants. Um, a lot of great stories about it. I have a cool T-shirt. I think it's just one of those things that made me want to play hockey, even though I'm super uncoordinated and couldn't do anything, even though I'm from the middle of nowhere and have a lot of ice there. But <laughs> yeah. So I, I... if you're listening to this. The time to attack Zom Hall is while they have literally all of them are away at a hockey game. I mean, that doesn't exist, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No. All right, well, thank you guys so much for being on with us. Before we go, do you want to give one sort of shout-out to everyone listening? Sure, I'll make a shout-out, but this is going to be weird. It's directly to Jack. Uh, <laughs> oh, baby I hope you're doing good and uh, let's rip some games later boy <laughs> oh, yeah. gamers rise up I'm recording this on a gaming headset I am the true gamer <laughs> yeah would you like to say anything to your fellow classmates Cameron yeah so uh, yeah, you know, this uh, for a lot of us seniors, I'm sure it's our, I don't listen to your podcast, let's be clear. I'm sure this has been said on a previous episode, but I do not listen. <laughs> wow. Uh, to all you seniors out there, uh, obviously this whole thing sucks, um, but I'm glad that we were able to have the time we had together, even if it was a little bit shorter than what we thought it was going to be. So thanks for being yourselves. Thanks for letting me know you. Oh, on that nice note, we're going to end. Thank you guys so much for being on. Stay safe. Stay healthy. You too, buddy. Thank you again, Patrick and Cameron, for that wonderful interview. Interview. Before we end today, we're going to go and do our positive news to hopefully give a few smiles to people today. So, Jack, do you want to start us off? Yeah. I've, uh, my dad uh, works for a law firm in New York City which is just a horrible thing to admit over Spotify for all the flack I'm going to take for that. But his firm sent out um, a whole list of Zoom invites that they're doing for for partners with small children that are now running around while they're trying to work. Um, So they're going to hire like jugglers and things like that to try and entertain the kids so that their parents can have maybe 20 minutes of peace and quiet. And I think that's that's a little thing that people forget, but for parents of small kids, this is incredibly difficult time. And uh, I, I like them trying to do something like that. Yeah, I'm going to go off that because mine's really similar. I don't know if this is just a Des Moines thing. It's probably a greater thing. But all the families in my neighborhood have started putting like stuffed animals in the windows in different parts of their house. So when the kids walk by outside, they have something to look at hmm. um, and something to entertain them as well. So that's been really cute to walk around as a child myself holding <laughs> a pillow pet. I very much enjoy the stuffed animals in every window. <laughs> um, mine's, mine's a little bit different than, than the two of y'all's, but honestly, uh, I, I have to give a real shout out uh, to 
at least uh, the meme pages that I have either like seen develop within the Notre Dame community. Uh, I know like there's uh, a coronavirus ND uh, meme page uh, and that's been good. Uh, I think like there's another joke, uh, like a satirical publication for Notre Dame that has emerged uh, recently. Uh, and like, but overall, like just seeing uh, people still being able to uh, exhibit their, their humor uh, in a time where, you know, a lot of us certainly probably could uh, be at darker moments. Uh, that's, that's really been promising to see and uh, has really helped uplift me personally. Uh, and I know a lot of other people, uh, it's just been a good source of conversation with friends and a good way to keep in, in touch uh, is just sharing uh, the memes back and forth with one of another, with one another. It's been, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's been insignificant in a lot of considerations, but also uh, I, 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 looking at it further, uh, I've seen how uh, close together it's probably with a couple of people uh, just during this bizarre time. Hey, whatever helps you to get through it. You know, we got memes and stuffed animals, some of life's greatest things. <laughs> yeah, so what more can you ask for? <laughs> so good. Awesome. Well, with that, stay safe, friends and family. Have fun. Try to make the best of it. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening.